Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, good morning to you. Good morning to every single one of you, my family. God bless you. Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. Welcome to Sunday church in your house. What a joy, what a blessing. Glory be to God. It is a great joy to be with you once again. We truly, truly missing you. This is myself and Pastor Z. Um, This was never God's design. We miss the fellowship of the saints. We love the corporate worship. We love us coming together to fellowship and creating an atmosphere for the presence and the power of God corporately. How I miss that. And so yet, you know, in this extension and even uh, our president and the wisdom that he has to use in the season to make sure that the nation is saved and that the people are helped. Um, so much responsibility on him. Keep on praying for our president. It is a great joy to be with you this morning, though. And um, in the midst of this pandemic, we are having a glorious time. The Bible says that the word of God grew and it prevailed. And so it shall be amongst us in Jesus' mighty name. We will see the miracles. We will see the breakthrough. We will see this year of the opening be exactly what God has called it to be. Amen. What a joy to be with you. Father, just pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you once again for a glorious morning that we can be found in your presence, that we can be found hearing the words, stirring our faith, connecting with one another all across the globe. Thank you for the sons and daughters that are connected by faith. Thank you for the grace that is flowing upon my life right now, this anointing that will lift every burden and destroy every yoke and every lie of the enemy, God, be removed. For wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of our times. We look to you, we look to the word, we look to the Holy Spirit to stir, strengthen, guide, lead, empower us on every level. Thank you for your precious word. We love you, we bless you. Anoint these lips of clay. As I make sounds, you make sense. Let them hear the voice behind my voice. But let everything be done to bring you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, we all agree and say, Amen and Amen. This morning, we are heading up towards and understanding the power of the Passover. Jesus is still on the earth and he is uh, going to be departing. He's gonna, we're going to have an ascension day. The 31st of May is actually the day of Pentecost. And I believe that God, there is a buildup, a tremendous buildup taking place till that day. And as a child of God, I just want us to be, I want us to be sensitive. And like the sons of Issachar, the Bible says, who understood the times and the seasons and what Israel ought to do. So we're going to be building up on this. And I wanted us to just line upon line, uh, begin to work about, think about the goodness of God, the goodness of God. That That's the title of my sermon this morning. It is the goodness of God. When you look at the day of Pentecost, when you look at the cross, when you look at Jesus coming to the earth, when you look at a virgin birth, when you look at his ascension, his, his, um, the Holy Spirit, and the working of the church, all of that is the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. And I want to share that today, and we're going to build up with this, because um, it is very powerful for you. Psalms 27 and verse 13, what, what would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the, good, the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? What would have become of us? Just think of that. If we never had the word, if we never had the Holy Spirit, if we never had God's power working in our lives, what would have become of us if we had not believed 
you must be a believer. Come on, we are the believers. That you would see the Lord's goodness. You're going to see the Lord's goodness in the land. We're going to see God's power in the land. We're going to see God's blessing flow in and through our lives. He says then in Psalm 27 verse 14, he says, wait and hope for and expect the Lord. And expectation becomes the breeding ground for miracles. Not just that you're waiting in your house, but you're waiting with expectation. It's the same thing that happened to them when they waited after the day of ascension in, in, in the upper room. They waited with expectation. And there is a difference between those who receive from God and those who don't. There is a, there's a difference between those who receive from God and those who don't. There were 500 people that on the day of ascension, Jesus goes up and, and ascends into heaven. And he says, now go and wait for the promise of the Father. And because they didn't believe in the goodness of God, they could not wait. There's something about people that can wait and experience the goodness of God. There's some people that are waiting in expectation. I want you to be that person this morning. I want you to begin to understand that God's goodness is going to visit your home. It's going to visit your family in the season as you wait with expectation. It says, and be of good courage. It says, wait and expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. There's something about faith and patience. The terrible twins in the kingdom of God, because for, for the kingdom of, of, of darkness, because anytime you wait, uh, you walk with faith and patience, you're going to receive all that God has got for you. It says, yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. And I want you to raise your expectation this morning because I feel we're in a great season of where we're going to find a great move of God in the earth. All across the nations, I have a real sense by the Spirit of God, and by, but there's a witness in my spirit and many prophets across the globe that are witness, a witness that something good is going on here. We don't know the fullness of it yet, but we're going to wait in expectation. And we, the Bible says, um, we would have lost out. What would have become of us if we did not believe that we would see the Lord's goodness in the earth? Psalms 103 verse 1 to 4. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Come on, he's a good God. Listen to the goodness of God here. David says, I'm going to bless the Lord because he's a good God. Come on, God is good. Not because you're good. God is good because he is good. And forget not all his benefits, who number one, what, what part of the benefits package of being in the kingdom of God, part of the benefits package of knowing God, forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Glory be to God. You are healed from every disease. There is no, no, no virus in the earth can, that can touch your body and remain. He's going to heal you from it. If the enemy wants to touch your body, your body is going to reject this thing. Glory be to God. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. That's a good God. He's crowning you with what? Loving kindness and tender mercies. Oh, come on, man. His, his compassions fail not. It's because of his mercies that we are not consumed. And I want you to speak this morning and put it in your spirit that we serve a good God. He is a good God. And I want you to focus on that this morning in the name of Jesus. Psalms 34 verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. That is a connection right there. There's something about a man who trusts in God, who tastes and sees that the Lord is good. It's not just taste and see that the Lord is good. He's saying blessed is the man who trusts in 
him. So anybody who trusts in him, tastes and sees that the Lord is good. Anybody who trusts in him will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Anybody who trusts in him. It's very important for you to understand that. Psalms 51 verse 1, 52 verse 1. Why do you boast in evil, O mighty man? The goodness of God endures continually, continually. Come on, in the midst of a pandemic, the goodness of God endures continually. You've been laid off. The goodness of God endures continually. You've been dealing with lack in your home. The goodness of God endures continually. There is something about us trusting in God and seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. There is something about you needing to trust God this morning and he's asking you and he's putting our attention and our focus this morning on trusting him because then we can taste and see that God is good. Anybody who doesn't trust him, let me go into this. Psalm 20, 23 says, then David, when he speaks about this in Psalm 23, says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Listen to David. David's by himself. David is, is dealing with the rejection of his family. David is taking care of sheep. The world doesn't care about David and who he is. The world doesn't think there's any value in David. But the Bible says, David's writing the psalm. He paints the psalm. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. He's the good shepherd. And he says, because he is my shepherd, I shall not want. That at the end he could say, surely goodness and mercy only will follow me all the days of my life. All the days of my life. David pens the goodness of God. But he starts off by saying the Lord is my shepherd. So the character of the shepherd determines the quality of the sheep. Glory be to God. It depends upon what the shepherd's character is. This heart of the shepherd. This goodness of the shepherd. Determines the quality of the sheep. That he will go and David said I killed a lion and I killed a bear. When they came after the sheep I could strike it. Because he was functioning like the good shepherd treats him. He was treating the sheep. You with me? Because God is a good God and David functioned as a good shepherd. He could write that because he, the sheep were in a safe grazing. The sheep were taken care of even when the enemy came. David knew that he could put on Psalm 23 because he understood the character of this God that he served was a good God. David, even when he sinned, wouldn't even allow the, the, his life when God approached him. He said, Lord, I'll, I'll lay my life at your mercy because you are a good God. You're going to do what is right. But he knew about the mercy and the goodness of God. All the days of his life. So I want you to focus this morning on the power of God's goodness in your life. Because in the midst of this pandemic, I really believe with all my heart that there is something good that's going on here. For a child of God, for anybody who believes in God's word, for anybody who trusts in God, there is something good going on here. I want you to praise God right in the middle of your home this morning. Come on, lift up a shout of praise. Come on, shout a hallelujah in your home. Come on, bless the Lord right now. Lift your hands and praise him because God is a good God and I want to show you the power of God's goodness in your life and in mine. Now in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 and 8 it says thus says the Lord cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength whose heart departs from the Lord for he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall 
not see when good comes. A man who trusts in man. That's why the psalm says, blessed is the man who trusts in God. Not trust in his own flesh, not trust in his boss, not trust in, his, in another man that's going to make a way for them, that's going to open up a door for them. He says, no. He says, this man that trusts another man is a cursed man. He says, even when good comes, he will not see it. He will not see it. But shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. You are not going to die in the wilderness, child of God. You are not going to keep running after getting just enough for us for and no more. Struggling, going from season to season in a dry, barren place. I hear God bring you into the wilderness, into a good land. I see God's going to take care of you. I'm getting ahead of myself. I am so excited for this word. It's going to penetrate your heart and your home right now. I know that there are many of you distracted with many things, but you're going to hear this, this voice. I am trusting that you're going to hear the voice behind my voice because you're going to trust in the Lord with all of your heart from today because you are going to be the one that's going to see the goodness of the Lord. You will not miss the goodness of God. It's not going to bypass you. You're going to see the blessing of God in the midst of a famine. God's going to feed you. God's going to take care of you and your family because he is a good God. Somebody praise him right now because God is a good God. I've seen too much. I've seen too much of the goodness of the Lord. David said, I was young and I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. What does David saying? He says, God is a good God. Can somebody lift up their voices? Can somebody in their homes begin to celebrate? Can somebody begin to rejoice? in their God? Can somebody begin to believe that there are benefits for serving God? There's a benefits package. Your life is delivered from every kind of evil. There's no sickness and disease. Only goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. Glory be to Jesus. He says this person who's trusting in a man and not trusting in God is cursed. He says in a salt land which is not inhabited. Then he turns around and he says now blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Whose hope is in the Lord. For ye shall be like a tree planted by the waters. Who, which spreads out, out its roots by the river. And will not fear when heat comes. When you trust in the Lord. No matter the heat that's going on around you. No matter what's happening around your finances. What's happening around your business. No, what, no matter what's happening with you. Even though you are by yourself. In your little flat. In your little room. I am telling you now. No matter what is happening around you. The Bible says this man. That trusts in the Lord. Hallelujah. Will, <laughs> will be like a tree planted by the waters. Who spreads out its root by the river. Will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green. You will remain fresh and flourishing honey. Saint, man of God, woman of God, you are going to remain fresh and flourishing all the days of your life. You and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. That tells me no, there's no anxiety this year. 2020 is still the year of plenty. It is still the year that you're going to go from glory to glory. It's still the year where God opens up doors for you. You will not produce, stop producing fruit. You will not stop, not, not stop in your business. You're going to go from glory to glory. God's going to give you a fresh idea. Why? Because you are trusting in the Lord. He will never put you to shame. He says this person that trusts in God will begin to produce fruit 
every single month. I prophesy that over you and your family. You're going to start producing fruit. You're going to start having new business ideas. New doors are going to open to you. God's going to make a way for you. You are a child of the living God. Glory be to God. You will not be anxious in the year of drought. I cancel that spirit over your life. I cut it off from your life. The spirit of anxiety and fear will not rest in your home in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that spirit right now. You are going to be fresh and flourishing. You're going to produce fruit. You're going to have, if that door closes, glory be to God. God is too good. God is too good to you. He's going to open up another door. It's the right door. It's not just another door. If he closes one door, it's always going to be a superior blessing. If he takes away the first to establish the second, it's always a superior thing. Glory be to God. Can somebody rejoice with me this morning? Because God is a good God. God is a good God. Everything God makes is, is good. Everything he puts his hands to turns out for our good. Listen to Genesis 131. When God was done with his creation, then God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was not just good. It was very good. Because when God makes a thing, when God puts things in order, when God sets and resets and brings us out of this pause and God begins to reset the nations and sets the kingdom, I am telling you, you're going to see the goodness of God. You're going to know that this is not just good. You're going to look back and you're going to say that this was very good. Come on, this pause is not just good. It is very good. Yes, they're delaying it. Yes, they said another week. Yes, they said another month. Now it's different levels. It does not matter. We are in the center of God's will and it is good. Child of God, bless the Lord this morning. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Glory be to God. Somebody's feeling this morning, God, I'm still single. Come on, this is good. It is good that I'm still by myself. God is working on me. He's a good God. You cannot be looking for something outside of God and thinking that God's going to put anything evil on you. No, 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 no. He is a good God. You are married today. Come on. It is a good thing. God has worked inside of you. What is God doing? Grisha Kandalabo. Rusha Kandalaba. I want you to see this today. Psalms 119 verse 71. It is good for me. That I have been afflicted. That I may learn your statutes. It is good that God has put this pause. So that we can learn his statutes. Can somebody praise God? Because we can't go back to normal. Normal wasn't working. Normal wasn't working. God has been doing a brand new work. And God is resetting us. It's a good thing that God has put a pause. It's a good thing that God has put a halt to all that has been happening. What is God doing? He's bringing forth his purpose. He's bringing forth his goodness. He's bringing forth his plan. He's bringing forth, forth the path. For the path of the righteous becomes brighter and brighter. Listen to what it says. It says that all things work together for the good. For those who love God and are called according to his purpose. It, it might not be good, but God is letting it work for our good. Because God can only think good things. God has only got good thoughts towards you. The thoughts that I think towards you are for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Can somebody praise the Lord? I feel the anointing. I feel this thing penetrating today. This message is going to touch hearts. It's going to touch minds. This is no ordinary message. This is the goodness of God that's going to hit and penetrate a heart and a mind. And somebody's going to shift off from trusting himself. From trusting 
trusting other people, from trusting companies, from putting their trust in another man. I feel it by the grace and by the anointing of God. Someone's going to shut their trust. There's no more misplaced trust. We're going to trust in the goodness of God. We're going to wait upon the Lord. Come on. We would have lost heart unless we believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Something good is going on here. Type it in there. Somebody needs to share this on their timeline and put in there. Start a watch party and say something good is going on right here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 33 verse 5. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. How? How? It's all in how you see. Some people are seeing the evil. Some people are looking at things and saying, how can this be? This wicked thing. But according to the Psalm, Psalm David writes, says, the earth is full of it. The question is, where's your trust? Because the people who don't trust in God don't see the goodness of God. The people who trust in themselves, even though good comes, it bypasses them. Come on, you're still safe today. You're still healed. Can you praise the Lord this morning? Can you begin to magnify him because of his goodness towards you? Can you begin to praise him this morning? Because God is good. God, there's no panic in heaven. And there is no pandemic on earth that can stop God from being good to you. There is no company that can shut down. There's no industry that can shut down that will stop God's goodness flowing towards you. Because your trust is not misplaced. It's not in a man. It's not in your own ability. Our trust is in the living God. God is opening up rivers for us. Come on, child of God, in the wilderness. Come on, we're going to eat from the goodness of the Lord. We're going to experience the blessing of God. Come on, I see you coming with the favor of the Lord. I see you going to the next level in your gift, in your purpose, and the plan that God has got for you. I see the goodness of the Lord flowing towards you and your family name. Come on, call your family blessed. Call the Holland name blessed. I call Kingdom Life Embassy blessed. I, I call anybody that's under the sound of my voice you're going to start to have a river flow towards you a river of what of god's goodness and his mercy flowing towards you of god's blessing flowing towards you because god is a good god can somebody praise him this morning for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despising the shame has sat down on the right hand of god because we are serving a good god i want you to praise him this morning i want you to glorify him this morning and bless his holy name and bless his holy name now I want you to hear this. I want you to pay attention. Did you know that the word corona means crown? The scientists who in 1968 came up with the term corona, coronavirus thought that under a microscope, the virus they were looking at resembled a solar corona. Glory be to God. This is really good. This is good. The bright crown-like ring of gases surrounding the sun that is visible during a solar eclipse. That's what they saw under a microscope. But I'm taking you and letting you know that the devil, even though he's put a corona and he wants the people to put this, become forensic over this virus and see the detail of this virus, our focus is upon the goodness of God and I want to become forensic around con concerning God's word. I want you to see the, the scriptures because listen to the scripture that you have for this year. Glory be to God. Psalms 65 verse 11. You crown the year with your goodness 
and your paths drip with abundance. Glory be to God. That's your confession for this year. This is the confession. This is the year of the opening because this is the year 2020. That you, you crown the year with your goodness. I see the goodness of God all around you. I see it in your home. I see it on the right side of you. I see it on the left. I see it before you. I see it behind you. I see it above you. I see God's mercy and his goodness surrounding you, following you all the days of your life. And guess what? Your paths will drip with abundance. Glory be to God. I prophesy that over you. I prophesy this over your year. I prophesy this over your season. Pastor, how can this be? I am telling you, put your trust in the Lord because the goodness, the people that trust in him will see when good comes. You will see it. It's not going to miss you this year. There are many other years you were so consumed with your job, so consumed about taking care of your own money. But I believe with all of my heart, you're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You're going to, God's not only going to show you this, your year is going to be crowned with the goodness of the Lord. Let the enemy try and try and bring and put this thing under a microscope. But I'm telling you, I've come to put the word of God under a microscope so that somebody can hear the scriptures, so somebody can hear the word of God. Glory be to God. You are not going to back down this year. You are going to move in through the opening that God has created. You are coming into a brand new opening with God. Glory be to God. I see the power of God upon your life. I see this anointing breaking every yoke. I see the grace of God flowing upon your life. I see God's goodness coming to visit you and your family. You and your children. You, if you by yourself. I see God's crowning your year with his goodness. I see this crown. There are two crowns moving in the earth. There are some people that are fearful looking at this crown called coronavirus. But we're looking at the crown that comes from the word of God. The king of glory is coming in with his glory over your life and over my life. We're going to experience the blessing of the Lord like never before. And your path is going to drip with abundance. Say that again. It's going to drip with abundance. Your paths will drip with abundance. You're not, never going to walk in lack. This is the year you're going to see the glory of God. When everybody's got money, it's no big deal because you don't see the glory of God. But if there is a famine and you can get water out of a flinty rock, we know that's the glory of God. We know that's the favor of the Lord because not everybody gets it. Not everybody gets it. But you got it, honey. You got it, sir. You're going to God, son and daughter of God, child of God, you're rising up with a fresh, brand new anointing. Because this is the year God crowns your year with his goodness. I don't care what that corona is saying. There is a crown for this 2020. It is the blessing of the Lord and our paths will drip with abundance. I feel this anointing. I know that as you believe this word and you trust in the Lord, I know something's happening in your home right now. I know that something is happening in your home right now. Glory be to God. So let's just take this journey a little deeper before I end. I need to just lay out some things deeper in the scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 24. So Moses, they, they break out of Egypt. They've had the Passover. Now they're journeying with God. So Moses has this encounter with God. In Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 24. Moses is so in awe of the goodness of God. He's walking with God. He's having this encounter in heaven. And listen to what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 24. He says, oh Lord God, you began to show. God's going to make a demonstration, child of God, in this season. 
There's a demonstration of his power coming like never before. To this generation, I am telling you, we've entered already. This new has begun. I am preparing you for what God is telling you is coming. And it's a good thing. Someone write over there, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You've begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is, is in awe of this goodness of, the, of God. It's just for what God is there in heaven or on earth that can do anything like your works and your mighty deeds. He's, 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 he's taken up with this, this great God. The awesomeness of God. He says, I pray, let me cross over and see the good land beyond. Oh, shake and labor. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me go back to Deuteronomy chapter 3. Shakanda. I'm in Exodus chapter 33. We'll come back to Deuteronomy chapter 3. So, in Exodus chapter 33, then Moses said to the Lord, See, you said to me, bring up these people, but you let me know by whom you will send. Yet you said, I will, I'll, I'll show you by my name. And you've also found grace in my sight. So you're telling me, you've given me your name, which is the great time we preached about it last week. Then he says also, I found grace in your sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, Show me now your way that I may know you, that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. Then God says, okay, my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. Listen to what God is doing in this season. Then he said to them, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? And so he deals with the separation. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that I spoken for you and found grace in my sight. And, and I know you by name. Then Moses does something interesting. He asks for something from God. He says, please, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Listen to God's response. Then he said, I will make <laughs> all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And I'll have compassion to whom I'll have compassion. But he, but he said, you cannot see my face. For no man shall see me and live. You want to remain on the earth? You can't see the fullness of who I am. And the Lord said, here is a place by me. And you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by. That I'll put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Glory be to Jesus. Listen to what God says. He says, Mo, I know that you want to have this encounter while you're on earth. It's not possible while it's on earth. All I'm going to do for you is that I'm going to hide you in the cleft of a rock. Do you understand why God has got you hidden in this season? Do you understand the power of you being hidden with your family? Do you understand what God is doing in this season? Do you know that this is the goodness of God? Because Moses was saying, I want to see your glory. He says, no, you don't understand. He says, when I am gone past and you see my back, it means that when you, you will see a trail of my goodness all over, because I have hidden you and I'm showing you my goodness. As you've trusted in me, you're going to see the goodness of God. Do you understand how good God is? 
God takes Moses and says, let me show you really the, my goodness. When you're going to look back, I, I feel it by the Spirit of God. And you need to know that when this season is done, we're all going to look back and we're going to say this was the goodness of God. We're going to see the trail of God's goodness. You're going to see it over your family. You're going to see it over your job. You're going to know why they shut that thing down because God has got something better for you because the goodness of God is going to follow you all the days of your life. I need somebody to praise the Lord right now in their homes because something good is going on right here. I can't see the fullness of it, but my trust is in the one who said to me, be strong and of good courage. He said to me, wait on me. He said that I, you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Be of good courage. That's what he said. Those who trust in the Lord. You will see the goodness of God. Moses trusting in God meant that he could see and experience the goodness of God. So let's keep going forward. Everything that you're dealing with right now, the church, kingdom life embassy, it's the goodness of God. We're going to look back and we're going to see the season as it passes. It was the goodness of God. This nation and its reset. The nations across the globe. We're going to know that this was the goodness of God. When this thing is over. When we see the back of this thing. As God is dealing with this thing. We're going to know when certain companies closed. When certain opportunities were, were we, we thought was great. God has removed them. What we're going to know. We're going to know when this at the back of this thing. We're going to know, we're going to see the goodness of God because as God moves and we in the cleft, God's moving this coronavirus out of the way. When this thing's out of the way, as God is dealing with this thing, we're just going to see a trail of goodness because we trust in him. Anybody that does not trust in the Lord, even though this coronavirus passes, they'll still remain in the desert and still become like a shrub and operate in the wilderness. That's not your portion. You're going to flourish. You are coming into the promised land like God has promised. Glory be to God. God has shut doors. The, the, the enemy thinks he's in charge. It's the goodness of God. Can you just begin to praise the Lord where you are right now? I feel this grace. You know, everything that's happening right now, is God dealing with your ungodly emotions? Has there been a, a place of strife? Has there been something that's happening in your home that feels ungodly? It works together for the good for those who love God and accord according to his purpose. Can you praise him right now where you are? That he's a good God. Can you put him center? Can you put him in the center of your joy? Can you make him the center of your joy? Can you put him in the center of all that we are dealing with? Can we not look past the goodness of God and make this look like it is about the enemy? No, he wants to crown your life with fear. God says, I'm crowning you here with my goodness. So something happens to Moses. I, I need to continue with this. Let's just go through this. So Moses gets this journey with God and Moses is frustrated. The people are complaining. He goes before God. God has to fix things. The first time they, they, they have no water, God says, hit the rock. Moses hits the rock. And water comes out. And the people are taken care of. Now the people are complaining because they need water again. And so now they complain and they go before Moses. And so Moses goes before God. What must I do? I know you're a good God. Listen to what God says. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, take the rod, you and your brother and Aaron, gather the congregation together. This time, don't hit the rock. Speak to the rock before their eyes. Listen to what God's words are. Speak to the rock before their eyes. That means they're going to start to see my goodness. That's revelation. Here's the rock. Here's the people. Bring them together. As you speak to the rock, the water is going to come out. 
Speak to the rock before their eyes and it will heal its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. This is God's goodness in display. So Moses took the rod from before, from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together. He's letting them see before the rock. And he said to them, Hear now you rebels. Now did God say they're rebels? God didn't say they're rebels. Because God's a good God. Moses is standing in this place, misrepresenting God. Must we bring water for you out of this rock? He puts the attention to himself, out of his frustration. Then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice, twice with his rod. God never said you must hit the rock. God said you must speak to the rock. And water came out abundantly and the congregation and the animals drank. So that happened for the people. But it became a violation. And then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. Because you did not believe me. To hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. So God cancels Moses' assignment and his destiny that moment. Because his representation of God to the people. Said that God's an angry God. Not a good God. That God sees him as rebels. And anytime a pastor, a leader, anybody is misrepresenting God before the people, his assignment is cancelled. Do you understand how important this moment is for me before the Lord and before you? Because my representation and in the season and all that God has called us to do is to speak about the goodness of God that's going to flow towards you. His water, his provision, his abundant blessing. It's coming towards you. It's coming not just towards you. It's coming for your animals. You know, for everything that's around you, anything that touches your life that matters to you, matters to God. Because God's a good God. Come on, he's not good because you're good. He's good, he's good because he's good. Can somebody praise the Lord this morning for his goodness? Because this is the time when Moses loses his assignment right there before God because his representation of the goodness of God got cancelled I've got to end I've got to end God now begins to speak to Moses let's go back to the scripture I read before Moses in the book of Deuteronomy now he's failed God and he's looking onto the promised land and he's seeing that this is a good land you hear the words that God's going to give you a good land. God's dealing with his goodness when the, a, a good shepherd will only give you good things. God cannot put anything evil on you. Every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights and there's no shadow of turning within him. And I want somebody to understand that today. If somebody else has misrepresented God, I've come to tell you today that God is a good God. He is a good father. He's a good Good father. Moses is looking into the, into the promised land. He's standing in the wilderness and he's overlooking this land. Listen to his words. Oh Lord God, you've begun to show your servant how your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do anything like your works and your mighty deeds? I pray. Now he begins to pray. God cancels his assignment and now he's asking God, please. I pray let me cross over and see the good land. Moses calls it what God called it. A good land. Beyond the Jordan, these pleasant mountains and Lebanon, there's your future is pleasant. Your holidays, your home, your future, it's a pleasant place. It is a good land. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord for his goodness in your life right now. I feel, I, I mean, so much scripture coming from this. I'm so thankful to the Lord. But the Lord was angry with me on your account. 
So God, for the sake of his principles and setting things straight in the, in, uh, concerning Moses and what had happened and his misrepresentation, he says, but the Lord was angry with me on your account and would not listen to me. So the Lord said to me, enough of that. Speak no more to me of this matter. God's like, I'm done. Don't speak to me of this thing anymore because it wasn't just you I was speaking to. I was speaking to all the people. I was trying to show the people that I'm a good God and I used you. So Moses makes it, gets, gets sorted out. Moses goes and he, and he buries himself. Let's end. Before Moses dies, he's got to send spies into the promised land. He sends 12 spies to go and see this land because it's a good land. So the 12 come out, but two come with a good report. The 10 say that, yes, it's good. It's a land that's flowing with milk and honey, but there are giants in there and they begin to weep. These leaders affected the people on the ground. Leaders must understand that your testimony, your message, and what you're saying right now about God is affecting how the people function. These people never saw the promised land. There are two million of them. They needed somebody to come and come back with a good report and come and tell them what it was like. And these people, instead of bringing about, this is God has crowned this year with his goodness, they rather started speaking about the coronavirus and telling the people we're all going to die. Yes, it's a good land, but there's Corona. Yes, God, it's the year of the opening. Yes, it's 2020, the year of plenty. But, 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 but. No buts today. Jesus is canceling. I'm canceling that word curses. I am telling you now as God's servant, and this is a different spirit, that there is, this is the year God's going to crown this year with his goodness. And your paths are going to drip with abundance. So now they spend the night. Listen to this. In Numbers 20 verse 7. I'm almost done. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Take the... Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. Numbers 14 verse 1. So the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. And the people wept that night. They cried not because of anything. What people said. Don't, you be careful who's speaking to you right now. You be careful who's trying to shape your thinking. And what you're eating spiritually right now. Don't let the enemy come and drop fear on you. And tell you that this is not the good year of the, the, year of the opening. That the God's not a good God. Don't let them throw that upon you. No, there are two there are two crowns here. You must decide which crown you're going to go after. The corona or the goodness of God. So all the congregation of their voices and cried. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And, all the, and the whole congregation said to them. If only we had died in the land of Egypt. Or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us up to this land to fall by the sword. That our wives and our children should become victims. You're not going to become a victim of no coronavirus in Jesus' name. We're cutting this thing off. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephna, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, the land we tree passed, the land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land because God cannot give you anything evil. Can I say that to somebody today? God cannot put evil on you to teach you a lesson. He is a good God. He's only got good plans for you. Can I say that to somebody today? He cannot put anything evil on you. He's not here to destroy you. Let them say, well, I heard people say, let's cancel 2020 and restart. No, we are in the center of 2020, the year of plenty. It is a good year for us. It's a year crowned with the goodness of God. Can somebody praise the Lord right now in Jesus name? He says the land we pass through to start is exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, you know, the Lord delights in you. 
He delights in the prosperity of his servant. The Bible says he delights in you. They didn't know this, but we know that he delights in you. God's good with you because of the fact that he's good with Jesus. Then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Our trust is in God. God is setting us up for victory. This is the season you're breaking through. This is the season they're coming to find out what to do by you. Because the hand of God is upon you. God is with you. The Lord says, do not fear them. Do not fear this year. Do not fear the future. Do not fear what the future holds. We are coming in with the anointing. We are coming in with the grace of God. We are coming because our trust is in the Lord. Because our God is a good God. He's a good, good father. Can somebody praise him this morning? Glory be to Jesus. For all of the years of murmuring and complaining before the Lord. Numbers 14.34. According to the number of the days in which you spied out the land. 40 days. You come back with a bad report. The next 40 days are crucial. Let me just say that to you. Because it's leading us up to Pentecost. We're into already the, the, the 40 days that leads us up to Pentecost. These days are crucial. That what you're spying out, what you're seeing in this, in this next season is going to determine where you end up. You put your trust in the Lord. You put your trust in the Holy Spirit. Something good, I, as you're a prophet, I'm telling you today, something good is going on here. I can't fully, fully, but I got a feeling. Everything's going to be all right. For the 40 days that they went in there and they came back with a bad report, listen to this. You shall bear your guilt one year, namely 40 years, and you shall know my rejection. God gives them a good land. They reject the goodness of God. God says for every day that you complained, the 40 days you complained and murmured, he says, I'm going to give you 40 years of wandering in the wilderness and you're going to know my rejection. Because you keep on thinking that because there's giants in the land, because there's corona in the land, it negates the goodness of God. He says, no way. He says, you need to focus on my goodness. You need to remember that I'm a good God and I'll take care of you. God will take care of us. Can somebody praise the name of Jesus? Here's the point. And let me end. Psalms 27, 13. What, what would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Can you raise up an expectation in your life? In your home right now. I'm expecting God to bring breakthrough upon my children. I'm expecting God to bring healing in my body. I'm expecting God to create a new atmosphere. A new door for me. I'm expecting God to do a good thing. But because he's a good God. He's a good God. He's a good God. Expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. Glory be to God. I've got to end. Psalm 65 verse 11. You crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. This is the year of the opening. When God gave me, I want to finish with this. When God gave me this word for New Year's Eve. Do you know my time of preparation before the Lord? I could not put my finger on it. People were saying, yeah, you know, it's the door. It's this. It's, I just like, I, I don't know how to articulate this. The best I could put is what it was the year of the opening. That I've never, it's, it's not even a specific thing. It's just like opening what? It was, it was, it was God 
When I look at it now, and I don't think, think we got the fullness of it yet. But the opening of heaven like never before. Where he says to John, come up here. John says, I've seen an opening in the heaven. It's the year of the opening. Then it's opening of people's hearts. Then it was opening of people's homes. Then it was opening up of new opportunities. Then it was the opening of new relationships. It was the opening of new networks. It was the opening. I don't know the fullness of this thing. This, but there's brand new openings coming for you, child of God. Do you know that this is the goodness of God? This season is the year of the opening. It is the opening of the goodness of God in your home like never before. You've toiled so hard. You've worked so hard for what you've got. But I am telling you by the Spirit of God, the goodness of God is coming to visit you and your children and your family in the season like never before. There was stuff that was hidden from you. Things that people had, but they never even shared it with you. I am telling you now, the goodness of God is going to open up the people's treasury. The good, my good treasure I'll, in your season. The Bible says, I'll open up my good treasure to you, the heavens, to give you your rain in its season. For your land in its season. It's coming. And it's not just coming, it is here. And I want you to believe with me today that the goodness of God's going to come and visit you and your family. The Holy Spirit's going to touch you. This message is anointing people. I'm telling you, there's healing going to break out. People that, could, that were barren before, there'll be fruitfulness in the season. People that were not in right partnerships and right relationships, God is creating a brand new opening for husbands and wives. I'm telling you, new relationships, the, the forged in the fire, forged for kingdom purpose. I see God bringing them together. You singles, you get ready because God's creating an opening, not in just in your understanding, but in your heart. Spouses, covenant relationships are coming together because God is going to do this in the name of Jesus. I'm here to represent the Father. And I'm here to tell you that is a good God. I've seen too much of the Lord to know that in my valley seasons, when companies threw me out and I didn't know which way to go, and contracts came to an end. I look back now and I see the goodness of God. I would not be sitting here if I had held on to my job. I now see it was the goodness of God. The vision over Kingdom Life Embassy for change. The land we purchased. The vision that God has given. All, the, that God, all that we've been through. I see the goodness of God. All the fight and the challenge. I see the goodness of God. Can you begin to thank the Lord right now for his goodness and his mercy? For surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How do people dwell in the house of the Lord forever? By receiving goodness and mercy. So your cup runs over. So you're, there's, a, there's a table prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. That he anoints your head with oil. What is that? That's only the goodness of God. That's only the goodness of God. Can I speak to somebody today that has never experienced the goodness of God? Listen, listen to Romans chapter 2 verse 4. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness? Forbearance and long-suffering. Knowing not many people do not know. Listen to what it says. Not Knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. It's not the wrath of God. It's the goodness of God. They do not know that this pause is the goodness of God. And it must lead us to repentance. God's blessing upon you. God's goodness upon you. He will heal you even if you are not born again. 
He will open up doors if you're not born again. What's God trying to show to you? It's not Moses and his anger. It's God's flow from heaven to you because of his goodness. It's coming to touch you. It's coming to touch your family. If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, he is the goodness of God operating in the earth. I'm asking you right now to pray this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I believe in my heart that Jesus died on the cross for a sinner like me. Today, I receive him as my Lord and as my savior. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for washing me in your blood. Thank you for giving me a brand new start. Thank you for your goodness flowing to me and through me. I bless you and I thank you for this victory. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, you're saved. Welcome to the kingdom. I'm so excited for you because like I experienced the goodness of God, you can experience his goodness in even greater measure because God is a good God. God bless you. This is just awesome. To the rest of the family, how amazing is this? How amazing is this message this morning? Let's deal with two things. One is communion and two is going to be an offering. I want to read Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 8. 8, verse 6. They're about to enter into the promised land and you're about to come into what God has got for you. Because you trust in him, right? Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. He's bringing you in. He's bringing you and your family in. I see you. A land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. Do you see God's intention? In which you will lack nothing. A land, the Lord is your shepherd. He's the good shepherd. You will lack nothing. A land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. I see mining industries coming out. Glory be to Jesus. He, then he says, Then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments. He says, His judgments and his statutes which, which I command you today. Lest when you eat it and you're full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. Listen to God's plan for you. Listen to God's plan. Beautiful houses, you're dwelling in them, your herds and your flocks that multiply, your businesses increase, new business ideas, your silver and your gold are multiplied, stocks, and all that you have is multiplied. When your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through these, that great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might do what? What's the season for? To humble you, that he might test you, to do you good in the end. This is what the season is for. It's for humbling. It's for testing. For what? To do us good in the end, because God's a good God. Then you say in your heart, 
My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. He turns around and he says this thing twice in the same verse. He says, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. He says, all that I'm going to do for you, all the testing you've been through was to test you. In your low time, can you sow? Can you serve? Can you share? Can you do what I ask you to do in the wilderness seasons? That's what we're in right now. Can you still do what I tell you to do? This is the test. He says, this is to do you good in the end. Then he says, we're coming in. But he mentions twice this word that I want you to remember today. Is That's the word. He says, you shall remember. When you're having communion tonight, today, the Bible says, Jesus says, remember me. He says, when you're coming into this place of prosperity, he says, you need to remember. And how do you remember? You go back and you keep on sowing and you go back to the one who's blessed you and you keep on tithing and you keep on bringing offerings. What do I do when I do that? What am I doing? I am remembering. I am remembering it. It's God's goodness. I am remembering that God has brought, made a way. I am remembering that God has opened the doors. I am remembering where, who's my source. I am remembering that I don't trust in a man. I remember when I, tithe, when I bring my tithe and my offering. I am remembering that I'm not cursed because my curse is a man who trusts in a man. I'm not depending upon me. I'm not looking to another man. I'm depending upon God's word. I'm trusting in him. That's why we tithe and we give offerings. Yes, it's a blessing. Yes, it helps people. Yes, it solves problems. Yes, it, it answers things for us moving forward. But here's the number one thing for you. We give to remember who's our source. We partake of the communion to remember him that we are healed. The world will drink to forget. We drink to remember. The world will say, no big deal with your money. Do whatever you want to do. Uh-uh, not for me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord because we give to God because we know who's our source. And it's, everything else is a resource, but God is our only source. We're going to keep trusting in him because we're coming into a great season and a great land. Father, I thank you today for the giving of the sons and daughters. Thank you for their willingness. Thank you for their generosity. Thank you for their faithfulness towards you and towards the purposes of the kingdom of heaven. We are reminded that you are our source. We are reminded that your word works. We trust in you with all of our heart. We lean not unto our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge you. Even with our money, we acknowledge you. And you, the one who directs our path. Bless your people. Bless them in their giving. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now, Father, thank you for your sons and daughters. Thank you for the blessing of the Lord that is upon them. Thank you. Thank you for your grace flowing through them. Yes. Thank you that we can receive all that you have for us. Every home is filled with peace. Amen. That every house will experience the goodness of God. Of that every house will experience every man, every boy, every girl, every woman, every uh, our grannies, our young ones, our babies, everyone, my God, preserved and protected because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for making a way where there seems to be no way. I bless your people from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. The Lord bless you and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. You are a child of the living God. And the goodness of God doesn't come and visit you. It lives with you. Wherever you go, you're experiencing the goodness of God. For surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
We love you. God bless you. And we see you soon. Amen.